On today's episode, we discuss our picks for NFL Week 11 and which teams we think are heading to the playoffs. We will also revisit our selections for the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. Has this list changed? Pretty sure it has. This and much, much more. It's time to sideline the agenda. Welcome to Sideline the Agenda. My name is Scott. With me is Kevin and Chris. Welcome to the show that sidelines the talking points of the corporate sports media. We give you our opinions unapologetically. Nothing is out of bounds and every subject is fair game. Coming up, MLB MVPs. We revisit again our top QB 10 and NFL Week 11. But first, we would like to invite you to join our agenda to sideline the agenda by subscribing to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcast entertainment. You can also follow us on Twitter at Sideline Agenda. Sideline the agenda. Get off the sideline and into the game. Welcome, everybody, to Sideline the Agenda. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Uh, Thursday night football last night. Um, that was uh, quite the game between the uh, Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers. I actually thought that Green Bay was going to pull this one out. I, I, I had to, I had a feeling. I had an intuition, so to speak. <laughs> but uh, boy, was I wrong with that one. Um, of course, the... Uh, Tennessee Titans ended up beating the Green Bay Packers 27-17, um, and uh, they are definitely in control of their division, um, sitting, what, 6-3 uh, and three now, is that it? Or are they 7-3? and three? They're 7-3 and three now. Um, and uh, I, <laughs> at the beginning of the season, man, if you thought or, or, or talked to me about what I, where I thought the uh, Green Bay Packers would be, I think, I think early uh, when we did our picks, Chris, I... I uh, I think I had them to win the division. Um, that is definitely not the case. They are now four and seven, well, well, well behind the Minnesota Vikings, who are eight and one. Um, so, of course, the story of this game uh, was uh, just uh, you know the story of seemingly every single uh, uh, Titans game. A great performance by Derrick Henry again, eighty-seven yards, one touchdown. Ryan Tannehill, of course, taking snaps and putting up a lot of yardage himself. 333 yards, two touchdowns, did throw one pick. Uh, but did you see the Derrick Henry throw? Four-yard pass for a touchdown. That was quite quite the play. I, yeah, I really a nice little that. floater in there. <laughs> <laughs> Lobbed it up, but the result was nice. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, what, what do you guys think of this? I mean, uh, it seems like Packers are pretty much done. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, as, as far as Tennessee... Um, this this was uh, uh, j- just a, j- another game that solidified their position, I, I believe, um, in, in in the in the AFC uh, the AFC South. Right? Uh, they are yeah, they're definitely sure. the head dogs there. Um, I, I I don't think that uh, anybody else is going to catch them. I mean, the Colts, Jaguars, Texans are pro- probably all pretty much done here. Um, so uh, great. Uh, uh, statement game is a too strong of a word, but uh, it's, it's showing that they are back there together. I mean, having Tannehill back, um, putting up that kind of yardage uh, is is just a positive signs moving forward for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I kind of saw a tale of two uh, directions or uh, cohesiveness, if you will. You got one team, the Titans, that knows what they're doing. All these guys know their roles, and they know what they do well and what they don't. And uh, they, they played a solid game, you know, hung up was it 27 points on Green Bay on the road in, in a cold game. And you knew the game plan. It, like everyone knows the game plan. You got to stop Henry. And Packers did an okay job of that. But 
Tannehill carved him up. So when he's out there and he's he's playing well like that, you know, Tennessee's a team that can beat anyone, and no one really is going to want to face them um, coming up playoff time because I'm pretty sure they're going to make it that far. And then the Packers, they're they're just like they're just lost. They don't yeah. really know who they are. And I thought that maybe they figured it out against the Cowboys that hey, you guys got to run the ball, but Tennessee's not an easy team to run it against. So. Uh, Rodgers missed. I thought Rodgers was going to play much better. I, I'm kind of with you, Scott. I thought that this would be much closer. Um, it seemed like the Packers figured something out, but he he missed a couple wide open third downs, crucial third downs. And it just like, it gets to a point where they're just like, ah, oh, well, you know, whatever. Towards the end of the game, they throw it up and guys are stopping on routes when they should be running. He's leading guys too far. It, it overthrow. I mean, it was just a mess. So, Packers, they're just kind of. I think they're just going to kind of start mailing it in now. I think they know that they're out of it. This was a big game. They could have hung somewhat in there for maybe making a wild card push, but yeah, they're just not on the same page. And it it looks like it's come from you know the coaching down to Rodgers down to all the young guys. There's just a massive disconnect. And they don't have any kind of continuity, and the Titans do have it. Um, so you really, you really saw that on display in this game. This is nice to be back, guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, on. welcome back. Missed you Definitely last missed time. you guys. <laughs> um, this this is Titans making a making de- making a statement. Uh, they're they're leading the pack right now in the AFC, and they're looking pretty good. I think with Tannehill coming back. Is starting to turn some heads. I think some teams are now starting to look at the Titans like, ooh, dang, they're a force to be reckoned with because with Tannehill providing you know 333 yards as he does in the air this game against the Packers, man, that makes them very dangerous. They have a pretty good offense and their defense is good as well on both sides of the ball. I think that the Packers are yeah they're struggling. They're trying to force um, some some play makes uh, some plays to you know Christian Watson. I think he's you know up and comer. I think they got someone promising out of out of that young player, but I don't think he's the guy at the moment. They're really missing Randall Cobb. They're really missing um, uh, the other guy. Uh, 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 what's his name? Um, on the Packers. On the Packers, uh, Lavar. Uh, Lazardo, Lazard, sorry, Lazard, yeah. Alan Lazard. Yeah. He played, yeah. but yeah. but they yeah. were completely just, out of sync. Those step two, up. yeah, yeah those, totally. That, that was just. I bad. just can't believe. I just can't believe like Aaron Rodgers, just the way he's overthrowing some things. We're not seeing the same Aaron Rodgers that we had before. He's definitely uncomfortable. I don't know what's going on with him and the coach. It seems like that, you know, that chemistry is is starting to dwindle. They obviously don't like to lose, but um, I think they're getting some at least together in a sense where they're actually competitive. <laughs> they're actually somewhat in the game. Um, but the Titans, they're coming out and they're roaring. And this is the you know tenth tenth game or excuse me, fifth season in a row where you know Derrick Henry had 10 uh, touchdowns, scoring uh, scoring touchdowns in the season. So, um, you know, if they start rolling, they're going to be a very dangerous team, and we'll see more Titans to come. Yeah, it was just seemed like also, too, that uh, even though Derrick Henry didn't, you know, uh, rush over 100 yards this game, the Packers' defense was focused, spotlighted on him. And that, of course, opened up the throwing game of Tannehill, and he was able to connect big time with uh, Traylon Burks. I don't even I don't even know who this guy is, but uh he uh he received 111 yards uh that game uh, last night and and uh, of course uh, Robert Woods uh 69 yards. Um so obviously opening up the passing game big time. 
that's uh, you know big key to uh, uh, the Titans is that uh, that's the force that Derrick Henry is right. Like if if you if you dedicate your defense entirely to him, then um, you're going to die by a thousand cuts with the. Uh, uh, the, the passes that Tannehill's able to get downfield. So, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what the future holds for for the Titans, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if whether or not you guys uh, have them in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure you do. We'll be picking and showing you those picks uh, a, a little bit later. But first, wanted to jump to baseball real quick, uh, specifically the um, Cy Young Award, which was apparently a unanimous decision. Uh, Houston Astros and the American League Houston Astros. Justin Verlander uh, was awarded the uh, Cy Young. And then, of course, um, Sandy uh, Alcantara from uh, Miami um, Marlins. Uh, any, any thoughts for the National League? Any thoughts on these picks? Was this appropriate? Of course, I mean, this was the, the unanimous decision, apparently, across the board. Do you, do you, do you agree with these picks? Alcantara, yeah, he, he definitely was the guy that was going to get it. Um, six complete games in a league that pitchers don't throw complete games anymore. Uh, excellent numbers across the board. So yeah, he was, you know, unanimous as, as he was, um, Verlander was somewhat of a surprise, but he did have, you know, another excellent year, even though he's much older, um, he's still putting up awesome numbers. Cy Young winner at this age is very, very impressive. Um, so I, I feel like there there could have been maybe a couple other considerations, but I can't argue with these picks. I I would agree. The National League, I think they got that right. I think that was, you know, um, I think they ran away with that one. That wasn't even close. Uh, and Justin Verlander, we talked about him a little bit earlier in in our podcast a couple couple weeks ago. And you know, this is his third you know career Cy Young. I think everyone saw this coming. Um, he was pretty much just lights out like he always is, and he got better as the season you know came on. And he he did really well in the playoffs, and that's how you win the Cy Young award. And I think he's got the recipe down. And um, Justin Verlander, he's probably going to have a great contract. I think he's what. Approaching like 39 years old or 38 years old, something like that. He's yeah, old, he's, dude, he's but he's still producing. Soon. And <laughs> yeah, he's knocking 40's door down. Uh, but he's she should be having a, a nice um, contract year, and I'm sure he'll he can. He's like Randy Johnson, right? He'll play with a rubber arm for as long as he can. Um, he'll probably get another two, three year contract or extension. Um, we'll see. Yeah, Verlander. He's uh, 39. He'll be turning 40 in February. Uh, so yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> free agent. I think I think he's a free agent too. Yeah, so, so it should be interesting whether or not him. yeah if he stays in uh, Houston or if he heads somewhere else. All right, well, sticking with Major League Baseball, of course, the MVP picks came in uh, for the American League. No surprise, Aaron Judge was awarded the MVP for the American League, and then Paul Goldschmidt out of uh, St. Louis Cardinals uh, was awarded uh, the MVP for the National League. What were your guys' thoughts and reactions? to these uh, selections yeah these are both great picks I mean we we pretty much guessed that it was gonna be um gosh why am I blanking on his name right now Joe, 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 or judge yeah. Uh, yeah I mean he was the obvious choice um just because of all the the hoopla around him and and the Yankees and, and the home run record and all that. Um, I got to admit though, I thought the voting would be a little bit closer. Judge got twenty eight out of thirty first place votes, so that's only two other people were voting for Otani. I thought it would it, would, it was not going to be like fifteen fifteen, but I thought he would be probably closer to like the 
high teens, low twenties. Um, but it just shows you, especially because Otani won it last year, it was going to go to judge and, and he deserves it. Yeah. And then Goldschmidt, I think he was pretty much clear and far away the the, the best numbers for the national. So yeah, I, I think these were both the correct picks. I hear you, Chris. I just had a brain fart earlier with Alan Lazard. <laughs> it happens. Uh, I totally agree with the MVP. I mean, Judge, we talked about this. He had a glorious year. Um, he's pretty much leading the league on you know the main three car- uh, um, metrics for for offense in, in base in Major League Baseball. So I'm happy to see him. And then also, I'm, I'm happy with what he said. I think it was pretty outstanding. You know, he said Ruth, Mano, Maris. Um, you never imagine as a kid getting mentioned. You know, with these types of players and um, just showing. You know that he's got respect and he's and he's proud uh, as a Yankee to you know accomplish some of the things he's accomplished in a kind of a historic year for himself. Um, yeah, it, it was a it was a good moment for him and yeah, we're all happy for him. Yeah, see, uh, speaking of a uh, Major League Baseball, I'm seeing that uh, Cody Bellinger's uh, trending on Twitter. There's a lot of uh, uh, talks about where he can end up. I've seen some people uh, uh, hypothesize the Cubs. Uh, I see somebody else saying that uh, they've heard rumors of him heading to Toronto. Um, uh, so, uh, <laughs> what, what do you think of this? As uh, LA residents here, Dodger fans, I, I think it's uh, you know a, a good time. Uh, appreciate what uh, Bellinger's done, all Belly's done for the Dodgers, but uh, um, not going to shed a tear uh, um, seeing this cat uh, move on. No, I mean get him out of here. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I, I could see him with the Cubs. I, I think that's actually a good fit for him. I just see him in that uniform. I think it works. Um, and, and hopefully he'll bounce back. I mean, I don't know if it was the pressure of LA, uh, the expectations, the World Series, and all that kind of stuff. And with Roberts, you know, you never know when you're in or out of the lineup. If he gets somewhere where he's got just got more of a set role, I, th- I think that will do better for him. Um, but I've I've been off the Bellinger bandwagon since really since his MVP year. Ironically enough. Uh, I thought he had an amazing first half of that season. And then the second half, he, he kind of just went back into Bellinger. But his numbers were so good from the first half, he he won MVP. And I remember, uh, I think it was you two guys, after they lost to, I think that was the season that they lost to the uh, Astros in the World Series. I was like, I would trade Bellinger oh, yeah. right now, yeah, him and Seager, and try to package him for Mike Trout. You guys are like, oh, that's crazy. There's MVP and Corey Seager. I was like, I would, I would trade him. And he's, he was never good yeah, after he that. He never recovered. Yeah. And he just has this, it's not an attitude. It's like a lack of an attitude. He just seems so nonchalant. And when he strikes out, it's just kind of like, oh, well, whoop de doo <laughs> And he just, I mean, I, I don't think he's out there, you know, doing drugs, but it just looks like he's getting blown out of his mind like before every game or something. He's got those droopy eyes out there. You mean there. through drugs. <laughs> exactly. He's got his I mean, either, droopy eyes. Just <laughs> like, man. I, yeah. Creates, so I, I'm, creates a I'm, big re- relaxation uh, aura of yeah. relaxation. <laughs> yeah. I am. Uh, uh, not sad if he yeah. ends up not being a Dodger. Great defensive. <laughs> I'll give him this. He's a great defensive center fielder. Absolutely. But offensively, he completely fell off a cliff uh, after that MVP season. 
I will say, Chris, that in our defense, we're looking at two different players. That player is not recognizable to the player we saw <laughs> from his MVP year. He was outstanding that year, right? Uh, he was on fire. He's one of those upright, stand upright guys in the box, and he was he was belting him out of the out of the field uh, over the fence. But uh, I would agree with you guys. Um, he, he's just nonchalant out there. It looks like he's definitely high, but you know he's batting an average of two ten, <laughs> which is you know hundred and thirty fourth yeah. in the whole league. You know it's just it's just terrible for this is guy. He's got potential, and we were you know everyone was on his his uh, his bandwagon so to speak, and just for him to produce, he's, he only had nineteen home runs. You know this guy is a strikeout or home run type kind of player. He doesn't really you know, get a lot of consistent base hits, and you know he only had sixty eight RBIs, and again that's decent enough, but it's not good enough for the the amount of money that he probably is going to re- be asking for. You know it's not it's not really worth the Dodgers to keep around. Um, I don't see the upside to him, especially on a decline, because this isn't just one year, right, where it's just, okay, he's having a bad year. No, this is a bad couple of years. We saw the storm coming in like last year, and it's it's been decrying, uh, declining. So, you know, Time time to deal him away. See what we get from him, you know. Uh, and we we might yeah, be able he, to get somebody. Is his contract up, or I, I don't even know. I should have done research. I on thought that, he was but, a. Uh, I thought he was a free agent. Yeah, I think he's a free agent as well. But uh, it would you know, uh, Blue Jays are an interesting possibility. You know, uh, yeah. uh, You know, seeing him up there with the uh, you know Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You know, they've got a pretty decent squad up north. So yeah, uh, either one of those uh, Cubs. Blue Jays would be a uh, interesting spot for uh, yeah. For Cody I think to land. if if he can go somewhere where he can play every day and there's not World Series expectations, yeah, he, he'll I think it. he'll be fine. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, well, I let's. Think, go, I think go he ahead. just started off. I'm sorry, I, I think he just started off really hot. You know, we saw him. You know, when he first came in, he 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 won Rookie of the Year, right, 2017. Right. Then he had the NLS, uh, you know, championship MVP. Then he won MVP in 2019 and the Silver Slugger Award plus the Golden Glove Award. And then since 2019, it's just been tank, tank, tank. And it looks like he's just riding the curtails of all those rewards, yeah. all these awards that he, that he, that he, you know, pretty much won right off the bat of his career. And yeah, we're just, just, yeah, time to get rid Flamed of out real quick. <laughs> I see him landing in San Diego. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the uh, National Football League. Like we discussed before, um, the, we're, we're, past just past the uh, midpoint of the season and we thought this would be a great opportunity to revisit uh some of our picks in regards to who would uh who's going to win their respective divisions and then also uh our picks for uh potential wild cards so if that's okay with you gents i think that we'll go forward with that i'm thinking we'll start with the beasts in the east but we'll just keep it to the american league to start uh, the AFC East, of course, we have the Dolphins, Jets, Bills, and Patriots. That's uh, 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 maybe minus the Patriots. That's a, that's a stacked division in itself. Um, so I, I'm going to say that, uh, of course, I have the uh, the, the Bills uh, winning this division outright. And um, not that you guys need to give a win-loss, uh, uh, but uh, I, I uh, chase the rabbit, and I, I see them ending about 13-4. and four. Yeah, the division that I mean you can't even really sleep on the Patriots. This is the only division where every team has a winning record. Definitely the best division in football. Um Yeah, the Dolphins, I mean, I kind of want to pick the Dolphins to win this division. Um 
I mean, you certainly I, I, can. I, yeah, I think the the Bills. I I think the Bills are more put together, and uh, it's tough to pick against the Bills. Um, the just, Dolphins. They just been playing so damn well. Uh, just, just I'm, make the I'm still gonna holding you to this. <laughs> this is, it's a tough one. Nobody gives the a Dolphins shit. got the game lead right now. They got the game lead, and the Dolphins did somebody. beat the Bills. So I'm gonna go with the hot hand. I'm going with the Dolphins All to right, win right the on. division. Ooh. Kevin, how about you? Um, I'm gonna disagree with Chris. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bills on this one. Even though Dolphins did beat the Bills in week, what was it, two or three? Um, yeah, they got a win over the Bills, uh, but I'm still I'm riding with the Bills on this one, guys. Um, I, I do think that they're going to take the division. The only other team that could give them trouble is uh, obviously they play the Dolphins a little later in the season, but also they'll play the Bengals. But other than that, they should be winning out this season. Um, so I'm I'm picking the Bills. And and don't worry about your Dolphins, there, guys. You can still get them for the wild card if you wish. All right, so let's move on to AFC West. Uh, we thought the uh, West was going to be best. And, uh, well, they're a bit of a bust, aren't they? Minus, of course, I believe all of our favorites for this division. Uh, I'm rolling with the Kansas City Chiefs to win uh, this division outright. Yeah, Chiefs for sure. Barring any kind of crazy Mahomes injury or something like that, it's going to be the Chiefs. I would agree with you guys, Kansas City Chiefs. Let's do this. I think they're going to end it at 14-3 uh, and three is my uh, bold predict for the, uh, for the Chiefs there. All right, AFC North. Um, I have uh, the uh, Baltimore Ravens at the top of that division. Yeah, I, I don't trust the Bengals enough to really make a long win streak push to take it. So, yeah, I'm sticking with the Ravens here. I would agree. The last couple of weeks, I've been very impressed with the Ravens. They've been kind of streaming along a lot of good offense. And Jackson, he's a good quarterback. I'm going with the Ravens as well. And uh, then moving on to the AFC South, of course, constructed of the Titans, Colts, Jaguars, and Texans. Really the only people, the only team that has a shot, in my opinion, winning this division is the Tennessee Titans. And I am pretty sure you guys agree. Yeah, no way the Colts are going to catch them. It's the Titans. Unfortunately, yes. Titans all the way. <laughs> and I've got the Titans at uh, ending at 10 and 7 personally. All right, so then we've got three wild card picks as far as the American uh, con- of, of, uh, <laughs> the conference football conference is concerned uh and um so this is where things get a little tight uh and just can't scanning the uh the 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 field if you will um looking over this chasing the rabbit as i did i actually feel like is we're gonna have the miami dolphins um the uh new york jets both finishing at 11 and 6 and then uh, squeaking in for that final wild card slot, I've got the Los Angeles Chargers at ten and seven. Yeah, that's a tough one for that third team, right? It yeah. kind of seems like uh, it's going to get tight. Yeah, like the, the Bills are going to be in there. Um, I, th- I think it's a toss up between the Bengals, the Chargers, and the Jets. But I, th- I think the Jets, you know, they've been playing well enough. I think they'll make it, and then. Chargers and Bengals. I. So you have no Bills then. I, I thought you I said picked, the Bills. You Sorry. picked the Dolphins, yeah, right? The, the, yeah, I picked the, the Dolphins. East? So Bills are in there. Okay, Bills are going to make it. And then I think that um, the Jets, I think, are going to make it. So it's. I think it comes down to the Bengals and the Chargers after yeah. that. And See, I, I got just, the Bengals at nine and eight. Uh, yeah, but, but I, like I you're just, saying, it's that close. Yeah, I th- I'm thinking that the. 
the Chargers are, are going to be good enough. If they can get their receivers back, they'll be able to make a push. So, yeah, I would go with the Chargers. Right on. What do you think they're catching? My wild cards? Yeah. Uh, I'm going with the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins might squeak in there. And then uh, I'm going to follow it up with the Chargers as well. And then I lastly, I, I will pick the Bengals. Right on. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Uh, so let's move on to the uh, national conference. And um, starting off at the NFC East, where we have the Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, and Commanders. I, of course, probably much like you guys, am selecting the Philadelphia Eagles to be the top of that division. But I have them at a 13-4. and four. Yeah, Eagles, definitely. This is a close one, guys, because they all play each other and only, like, you know, game off. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to stick with the Eagles. Sounds good. Moving on to the NFC West, where we have the uh, Seahawks, 49ers, Cardinals, and Rams. I have the uh, 49ers at 11-6 and six at the top of this division. Yeah, I think the Niners come back and take this, this division lead away from Seattle. I would also agree with that as well. And then moving on to the NFC North, where we have the Vikings, Packers, Lions, and Bears. I have the Vikings, uh, top of this division and top of this conference at 14 and 3. Yeah, well, Vikings are there, right? You know, you yeah, think it'd be Philadelphia, absolutely. but I'm, 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 I'm actually going with Minnesota, excuse me, um, uh, for this one. Yeah, they've passed a bunch of tough tests. Um, yeah, Vikings easily take this division. It's hard to go against a team that's undefeated at home, so I'm sticking with you guys. Yeah, I'm going especially with in a division where they're eight and one, and the, the, the what the Packers are the second best at four and seven. They, yeah. they've, they've got this <laughs> unless unless they just shit the bed royally. They've, right. they've they've got this on lock. And then finally, we've got the NFC South, where you have the uh, Buccaneers, Falcons, Panthers, and Saints. Of course, going with old Tom Brady and the Buccaneers uh, being the top of this division and finishing <laughs> at nine and eight. What is up with this Brady luck, man? Like, how does he always in these divisions where it's like, it's just easy for him to win it. Even when he sucks, he can still win the division. <laughs> He's at five and five and he got solid control of this division. That's going to be the Bucks. You see Brady in the playoffs I again. <laughs> and, yeah, I agree. As much as I hate it, but we're going to see it sound Brady. Absolutely. And then finally, our three wild card picks. Uh, for myself, I've got the uh, Giants at eleven and six. I've got the Cowboys uh, at ten and seven. These are all out of the NFC East, and then finally out of the West, I've got the Seahawks ten and seven as well, uh, making their way to the playoffs. Yeah, I think the Packers kind of lost it uh, last night. If they could have won, I think they might have been able to squeeze in there for that third wild card but yeah i'm with you giants cowboys and uh seattle i agree i think we're all reading each other's minds right on perfect <laughs> well and then just uh just to, to, to acknowledge it uh, I, ne I neglected to state who i uh got in the the one seed i've got the kansas city chiefs in the american football conference as that one seed i uh, do you guys agree with that or do you have a a, a separate pick for for the most wins in the afc uh, I would agree with that. Yeah, I I don't think they're going to drop any uh, no more than two more games. Yeah, this is close. I don't want to jinx the team or anything because the Titans look pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Bills could come back too, and you know, Kansas City could drop a couple foolish games like they did early against the Colts. 
Oh man, but I'm gonna stick that out. Yeah, let's go. Let's let's take this. Yeah, the, the, uh, I'll take the Chiefs off. The closest team, as far as my predictions, uh, as far as uh, uh, could could potentially win just as much, uh, would either be the Bills or even the Ravens. I have both of those marked down personally at 13 and four. All right, well, let's move on to our top 10 quarterbacks. Uh, but before we do that, I would like to invite you to join our agenda and sideline the agenda by subscribing to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcast entertainment. Give us a five-star review. Tell your friends about the show. You can also follow us on Twitter at Sideline Agenda. Sideline the agenda. Get off the sideline and into the game. All right. Like I said, we are going to give you our selections of the top 10 quarterbacks right now in the league. We did this earlier when we were talking about Dak Prescott back in the day. We said, oh, what the heck? Let's just rate the quarterbacks who we think is, uh, you know, if you're to start a franchise, who, who you would like to have as your main guy. And ironically, Dak Prescott was not part of that top 10 list at all. Um, so uh, we decided since we are past that midway point that we would revisit our list and more importantly, give you an updated list based off of who we feel is the top 10 quarterbacks right now in the league. Um, not going to penalize some guys too much in regards to whether or not they're on a good or bad team, but of course it's all about the numbers, baby. And, um, I don't know about you guys. When I was going over my list, I was surprised who moved up, who moved out completely off the list. Um, and, uh, who, who's where certain individuals are sitting, um, uh, on, on my, uh, updated list here. So, uh, well, there, there's nothing to it but to do it, right? Uh, let's get into it. Let's start at 10, right? We'll, we'll, we'll work our way up to that final number one spot. But uh, let's start at the 10 slot, okay? Um, this individual actually was not on my original uh, top 10 list, but Kevin was on yours. The 10 slot for me personally, I picked old Kirk Cousins from the Minnesota Vikings, Cousin, he's thrown for 2,356 yards. He's got a 64.1 completion percentage rate, and he's thrown 14 touchdowns so far. Uh, he, he's a good, solid 10. Uh, that's who I've got. Uh, who do you have? I got Mr. Kirk Duggins as well. All right, Kirk Duggins. <laughs> Number 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, which is weird because I got Kirk Cousins as well at number 10. And even though he's got, you know, 20 sacks and eight interceptions, he's still having a phenomenal year. I think the Vikings are looking pretty impressive. But he's kind of hit and miss, and, but they're able to, you know, surpass some of the, uh, you know, non-stellar stuff that he's doing out there. So, yeah, that's why I place him at 10. And uh, our previous list, I actually originally had Jalen Hurts, uh, Chris, you had Lamar Jackson and and, and Kevin. You, you had Kirk Cousins. So he's 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 not, he's sitting there. Uh, he hasn't gone up. He hasn't gone down. He's just sitting right where you you had him. So that's great. <laughs> All right. So let's move to that nine number nine slot. Uh, number nine for me personally, I have Justin Herbert uh, throwing for two thousand four hundred and fifty yards. He's got a sixty five point eight completion percentage and fourteen touchdowns so far. Uh, that's who I've got in my nine slot. How about you, Chris? I think this happened last time. You're stealing all my picks. I oh, got no. Herbert at nine as well. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he's got the potential to be a little bit higher up there. I'd like to see him get some consistency with some whiteouts out there. But, yeah, he'll he'll just flash off the screen at times, and at other times he'll just be like, what is he doing? But, yeah, I got him at, a, at number nine. Uh, this might be controversial, guys, but I'm going to take it. I got Geno Smith at number nine. Okay. 
Um, All right. Even though he's on a great, de- he's on a great squad. He's got a lot. He's got a really impressive wide receiver core. Um, you know, it's just he's not getting the ball out and uh, as much as some of the other guys as far as yardage. Uh, he's kind of middle of the pack. So uh, I like to see more, and I would like to bump up that ranking. Hey, I don't think that that's controversial at all. Um, uh, our previous number nine f- selections, I had Russell Wilson. Chris, you had Russell Wilson, and Kevin, you had Lamar Jackson. Uh, so let's move to that eight slot. I myself have Mr. Discount Double Check, Aaron Rodgers. He's thrown for two hundred. Excuse me, two thousand three hundred fifteen yards. Actually, this is old stats. I haven't included uh, Thursday Night Football with that, but nonetheless, sixty-five uh, completion percentage and seventeen touchdowns. That's like what well, he's probably got like eighteen, nineteen now. But uh, that's unfair to include that those Thursday Night Football stats to the to the rest of the guys. So nonetheless, uh, uh, eight slot for my for myself. I've I've got Aaron Rodgers. Somebody get the psychic on the line. Oh, man. <laughs> I got Rogers number eight, too. This is ridiculous. Wow, this is getting crazy. We did not share notes, people, I promise you. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I mean, he was MVP last year. He's, people want to jump off the bandwagon. He's still a great quarterback. He's, he's been working with a bad situation, and uh, I think in other situations, he would should still be the same old guy. He's still a great quarterback, but I did drop him a bit down to number eight. I think I had him at third last time if i remember correctly i could look i could tell you right now yeah chris you had him at fourth the fourth slot fourth, no excuse okay. me you know yeah yeah fourth slot yeah kevin what do you got uh, i got i got justin herbert uh i got him at uh 65 and a half completion rate um you know he's he's getting the ball out 200 uh to 2400 yards um yeah he's my guy uh for that slot and uh hope to see better from him I already read off those stats, Kevin, when I picked him. (laughs) All right, so let's move on to the number seven slot. Uh, I have Tom Brady uh, sitting at 2,805 yards, 66 completion percentage rate with 12 touchdowns so far on the season. Who do you have, Chris? Is it Tom? We did not win the Powerball. All right. right. Uh, I've got Burrow here sitting at number seven. He uh, is getting sacked a lot, but he. Other than that, the rest of his numbers look pretty good. His his uh, touchdowns to picks, his yardage, all that kind of stuff is is good. I've, yeah, he's. he's I, don't, I don't know if I got him a little bit lower than I had him before. I no, think he I had do. him at seven. He hasn't. Changed. Oh, did I? Okay, yeah. yeah. He's he basically stayed the same. Then yeah, great quarterback. Good quarterback. Uh, so, I, number seven. <laughs> <laughs> number seven. Number seven. Number seven. I got two attack of Iloa. Uh, I think he's coming at number seven. I think his completion rate is at 71%. Uh, it's pretty good. And he's only got eight sacks, and uh, he's quarterback rating at 118. So um, I, I like to see more. Obviously, he's been out of the game, and they've kind of you know, dropped some games. So, uh, yeah, he's my he's my seventh pick. Right on, right on. So number six, here we go. My selection is... Do Gino, the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> my selection is Gino Smith, 2,474 yards, 7.8 yards uh, 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 of, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> what's the... Uh, <laughs> Completion percentage. Yes. Completion the best percentage. in the league. He does have the no, best yeah, completion. Yeah. He's got 72.8 completion percentage, 17 touchdowns, uh, and, and I was trying to say 7, uh, 7.8 yards per attempt. 
Um, uh, just, uh, you know, we talk about a guy who surprised all of us. Uh, I don't know that Chris is completely a believer yet, but uh, he's definitely shown me as far as the stats are concerned, as far as the numbers are concerned, and even as far as the, the wins are concerned, uh, that uh, he, he deserves to be uh, considered one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league personally. Uh, Chris, uh, who, who do you have in, in that number six slot? Yeah, it's not Gino, but I did have him as my honorable mention at number 11. So he did drastically move up the charts. Uh, best completion percentage in the league, you know, and and uh, and protecting the ball, not throwing it away with a lot of dumb turnovers. Well, so that's got to account I for was, something, man. I you was just, you, you just absolutely, <laughs> I was hater. tempted, I was tempted to put him in the top 10. I'm not going to lie, but he's just right there on the on the cusp. Um, <laughs> I've got here uh, Mr. Jackson. Uh, I've got him here at at this spot. Yeah. Uh, I I would like to see a little more consistency, a little bit better pocket passing when need be like he did early in the season, but that run game is just lethal and you put it both together. Yeah. That's why I've got him here. Uh, I got Jalen Hurts. Um, I 106.4 quarterback rating. Um, he's the second in the league with interceptions. He's only got three, uh, behind Tom Brady at, uh, he's only got two, um, and he's got 2,200 yards. And so, uh, yeah, I got uh, Jalen Hurts in there. All right, moving on to the number five slot of who we've got, who our picks are for the top quarterbacks in the league at the moment, at least the way that we see it. Sitting five for me is Joe Burrow. Uh, he's thrown for 2,535 yards, 7.6 yards per attempt, 70% completion percentage, 18 touchdowns, and four rushing touchdowns. He's in my five slot. Chris, who do you have? At number five, unlike FTX, which has crashed completely, (laughs) we got the man that does not crash and does not go away, Mr. Tom Brady, the geezer himself. (laughs) He just won't go away. He had a bad first half of the season, but still somehow he's got the second most passing yards in the league. He's only got two interceptions. Like to see a little bit of a higher touchdown total, but he's sitting at 12 right now. He doesn't turn it over, even despite all the pass attempts. They don't run the ball on that, that team. So I, I think they're kind of getting their groove going a little bit. I think they're going to probably go on a run and stop being so middling um, at sitting at five and five right now. So dangerous team and, and Brady, I mean, you just, it's tough to bet against the guy. I, th- I think he's still in that top five category. Uh, number five, I got Mr. Joe Burrow, who's actually fourth in the league with passing yards. Uh, as you said, 2,535 yards. Uh, he's got a 70% completion rate, um, 18 touchdowns, only six picks, and a quarterback rating 102.6. His only downfall is he's leading the league with sacks at 30. But regardless, he's number my number five. And he ugly. <laughs> That's his other downfall. I'm just kidding. Joe Burrows, he's a pretty decent looking guy. All right, moving on to the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks in the NFL, at least the way that we see it. Uh, in that fourth slot, I have two Otago Vailoa um, throwing for 2,265 yards, 9.1 yards per attempt, 71 uh, completion percentage, and 18 touchdowns for the season so far. That's my fourth slot. Chris, who do you have? I have got the man that was undefeated just until this last week, Mr. Hertz. Only three picks on the season. That will get it done, which is why you're able to win so many games. The rest of his numbers are fairly impressive as well. Uh, So, yeah, climbed way up the charts for me. I've got Hertz. All right. uh, Good pick. 
I got Mr. Lamar Jackson um, in the air. He's got 1,768 yards, uh, 62.3 completion rate. Uh, he's got 16 touchdowns, six picks, um, and his, again, his downfall is uh, 20 sacks, but a quarterback rating 93.7. But that's only half his play, guys. Um, out of all the rushing um, starters in the league, he's rated number 12 in rushing yards, uh, and he's got 637 yards in rushing. Um, that's 7.4 yards per carry, and so he's going to make it happen in the air and on the ground, and so that's my slot, uh, Mr. Lamar Jackson. Right on, right on. Okay, so top three here we go i've got mr jalen hurts so good myself in that three slot as chris said uh, uh wonderful stats to 2217 yards passing 8.4 yards per attempt 67.9 completion percentage 14 touchdowns uh on the season and seven rushing touchdowns as well and also uh, like you were talking about lamar uh, jackson earlier there kevin he's uh, uh jalen hurts he's got 354 yards rushing as well um so three slot that's who i've got chris who do you have Number three, I have got dropped down one slot, Mr. Allen from the right. Bills at my number three. Just turns it over a little bit too much to knock him down a notch. Nice. I got uh, number three. I got Tom Brady, Tom Brady. <laughs> unfortunately, but he's only thrown two picks a season. Obviously, you surpass 100,000 yards, um, which is just a historical. And then he's number two in the league with, you know, the passing yard itself, 2,805 2, yards, um, fortunately speaking. But, uh, yeah, Tom Brady's still in there, so number two. Right on. We're not as in sync as we were the first time in regards to our, our top uh, four, at least. But uh, this, is, this is great. This is interesting. So for me, in that second slot, uh, the top to the number two quarterback in the league right now, as far as I'm concerned, is Josh Allen. 2,733 yards passing, eight yards per attempt, 6.5 uh, completion percentage, 64.5, and uh, 20 touchdowns, four rushing touchdowns, 476 yards rushing. He is definitely that, uh, that big threat, either with the arm or the legs. That's my guy in the second slot. Yeah, I've got a guy that I am even shocked I'm putting him here, but you can't argue with the rating, the numbers, the touchdown to turnover ratio. I mean, he's got the best wide receivers in the league. It is Mr. Tua at Ooh, number two. Wow, yeah. Tua for Tua. me. He is undefeated in every game he has started. The offense is cooking. He's got the best QBR in the league right now. And some people are starting to chant MVP for him. I'm not there yet. I actually think Hill's the MVP over him so far. But putting up very good season, I got two or number two. You, you too. I got uh, <laughs> I got Mr. Josh Allen. I agree with you, Scott. It's just a phenomenal year. The Bills are looking pretty good, but when he's on the ground, it's pretty dangerous. So um, all your accolades, I mean, I don't have to repeat it. I got Josh Allen. Right on. The thing I like about the Tua pick there, Chris, is that Tua's been, he's been injured too. So he's missed games yep. and he's put up the numbers that he's had. So that's something to, t- exactly. to keep in mind. All right, for the top slot, drum roll, please don't need it because I think we are all on the same page here. I've got... Mr. Patrick Mahomes, uh, will the real Mahomes please stand up? He's got 2,936 yards on the season, eight yards per attempt, uh, average at least 6.9 completion percentage, 66.9 completion percentage, and 25 touchdowns for the season so far. Oh, Lord, that's a lot of touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes is my homie. Chris, 
Uh, who do you have in the top slot? <laughs> I've got the god of the quarterbacks, Mr. Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, of course, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's the easiest <laughs> no-brainer, uh, putting up 326 yards a game. Yeah, it's uh, it's Mahomes. I agree with you guys. I, I third that. Uh, Patrick Mahomes pretty much running away with this, although um, – yeah, they're having a great year, and uh, he has been sacked 16 times, but just you know, phenomenal leading the league with uh, with the yards. Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, referring back to our previous list, there are some individuals that did not make the cut at all that were originally on this list before. Matt Stafford being one of those individuals. Uh, uh, just off. checking checking off, uh, uh, Chris. Uh, you had him in your five slot. Uh, yeah, I had him at six, and so did Kevin. Um, yep. And then, of course, uh, Lamar Jackson actually fell off my list. Um, and uh, did he fall off your list too, Chris? I can't remember. Did you have no, Lamar Jackson No, he's still on. I had yeah, him and, at, uh, I think, six. And then, uh, of course, Russell Wilson, nowhere to be found on this list either. And uh, I believe all of us had him. I know Chris, uh, me and Chris had him at uh, the nine slot. And Kevin, you had him at the seven slot originally. So these guys are now all MIA, nowhere to be found. Uh, and, <laughs> and for good reason. Um, but it is just, it is amazing, you know, what, uh, you know, 10 weeks, so to speak, will will, will lead to. And, and how much this league has shifted from a power ranking standpoint, from from um, just a preconception standpoint. I still can't get Chris quite on that Geno Smith train yet, you know, but uh, <laughs> I'm working on him, folks. I'm working on him. Uh, we'll, we'll potentially get him to, to turn around. Uh, so, uh, you know, any final thoughts regarding the uh, the, the top 10 uh, ratings here? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers put... ain't on my list. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, yeah, uh, I get that. Hey, I can't argue with it. <laughs> hey, Justin if you would Fields put... ain't on anybody's list. What, what the hell? He, he's supposed to be the best quarterback in the league, period. End of story. <laughs> Number one media quarterback out there. Oh, and yeah, you know I would what, say dude, you still uh, no Dak either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that's a good one. Yeah, I would uh, for Gino, if you put him on the Rams and you put Stafford on the Seattle right now, I, I think you would you would definitely see the difference there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's fair yeah, enough. Stafford's got no line. He's got a practice squad line pretty much all season. And and that's so. that's you know and that's a good point and and of course that's probably applicable to everybody to an to a right. certain extent. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure that if you put uh, uh hell if you put Aaron Rodgers in Seattle, like would oh, yeah. wouldn't they just be would they be the same? Would they be uh, uh, even better? I don't better. think they'd be any no. worse, you know. No. Um, so a fair point um, in, in regards to, say, a, a Geno Smith. But, uh, you know, I think that uh, he is uh, a lot better than uh, giving credit. And then, of course, you know, regardless of, uh, uh, I mean, the situation is what it is, you know. Like, yeah. the numbers are there for him now. He um, was and, my and, honorable mention. Yeah, no, I get it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. What if you put Trevor Lawrence on Seattle? No, I think they're, they're probably know. worse. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good He's question. He's not efficient enough. I mean, how much do you believe in the Pete Carroll system up there? I mean, uh, is it a system? Yeah. It seems seemingly like it is because, again, you have a guy like Russell Wilson go to Denver 
And uh, like we said before, you know, you bring Geno Smith into Seattle and he's looking like Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson's now in Denver looking like uh, Geno Smith. <laughs> so, you know, is it is it the system? Is it just uh, is it luck? Is it just the, the I don't know, something in the water up there? I have I have no idea. Um, but uh, nonetheless, it is it is interesting to see certain individuals completely fall off and um, how much the, the the league, like I said before, has has definitely shifted. Uh, l- let's move on and just uh, take our eyes to uh, Sunday week uh, 11 in the NFL. There's uh, a, a, a lot of games that are seemingly pretty, like, there's, just, there's a lot of duds, I think, um, and, and ones that we can quickly pass over. So if you don't mind, uh, before we go, let's just take a quick glance at what's happening this Sunday. Uh, first and foremost, we'll just quickly look at the Chicago Bears who are heading to uh, Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Of course, we have the the best, the most elite, the highest, most talented uh, quarterback <laughs> in the league uh, uh, in Justin Fields for the Chicago Bears. So I mean, this should be probably like a seventy-two to three wipeout, right? Um, you know, uh, the yep. Bears should just stomp on the Falcons um, and just just embarrass them out the door. Or maybe Justin Fields will run for more than one hundred and forty yards again, but still lose the game, and then we ad nauseum can hear about how great he is. So, uh, real quickly, <laughs> what, what are you thinking in regards to the, to this matchup? Uh, I actually think the Bears are going to win this one. Uh, they've they've been putting up a lot of points lately in Atlanta. Uh, they, they're just they're just not a good team. So I I yeah I'm going with the Bears. I agree. I second that. I think the Bears will go in there and actually get a win. And uh, yeah, there, it's nothing to you know speak highly about. The, the Atlanta Falcons defense sucks, um, and the Bears will be all right. And they got that fast turf for Justin Fields to just run all over. Because <laughs> that's yeah, what quarterbacks run, do. He'll run for more yards than he throws run. for. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles, after uh, getting their first loss from the Washington Commanders, are heading to Indianapolis to take on the Colts, the new newly led Jeff Saturday Colts. Will, do you expect that to be a difference? I mean, they definitely ran the ball big time with Taylor. Uh, 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 Saturday definitely leaning on the running game and then um, just kind of uh, having Matt Ryan be the icing, Maddie icing on the cake, so to speak. Uh, I don't know. Do 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 uh, the Colts pull off a miracle here and and beat the Philadelphia Eagles at home, um, or do you expect uh, the Philadelphia Eagles to get back on track and walk away with a win? Yeah, I think the Colts will make a good showing of it, but I think the Eagles will actually pull it out. I think their defense is it's going to overwhelm Ryan and and probably shut down the run game a little bit. So. They're they're not gonna. I think the Colts kind of maybe surprised, even though it was the Raiders and the Raiders suck. So, uh, I I would go with the Eagles here. Bounce back after their first loss. This is the question everyone's been asking: Is how are the Eagles going to bounce back again after a loss? This is a good team for them to for us to see. You know what they're capable of. Are they going to bounce back and actually get back in the win column? Are they going to f- bounce back and then you know trickle and fade in the division? And the Colts are you know they're they're decent enough to to beat you at home. Um, Regardless, with that being said, I do see the Eagles bouncing back. I don't think that they should get stopped. I do think that they were still in the game uh, with a loss against the Commanders. So uh, I do see them taking this in, in, in Indianapolis. Right on. we got a little uh, AFC East uh, matchup between the New York Jets and uh, the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, the Jets are heading into New England. Uh, of course, the Jets have a wonderful uh, uh, defense, uh, definitely a, a fantastic secondary, uh, but a young quarterback and a 
and a young offense, but um, you know, uh, it's relatively improved running game. Of course, they're sitting at uh, six and three. They want to uh, continue to build upon that. This is a, a, a great opportunity to do so. But you're going against uh, Bill Belichick and uh, his his offense and defense. Um, you know, if anybody can uh, beat the Jets at home, of course, that would be uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I'm expecting the Jets to win this game. Um, but but what are you thinking? Uh, can the can the Pats pull this one off? Yeah, I, I'm sticking with the Jets because every time I pick against them, they they win. <laughs> so I think the defense that the Jets have is going to be too much for the Patriots. Uh, I think the Patriots defense will will keep them in it. So it'll be definitely be a defensive slugfest. But that that home field advantage that seemed like New England never lost at home that's that's long gone. Uh, I think the Jets go in there and, and take this one. Oh, that's a big one. This is a good game, guys. I do see the Jets dropping this one just because they're a bunch of Jet jackasses. Um, Wilson's <laughs> going to get his ass. Wilson's going to get his ass sacked, dude. Judon's going to be in that backfield, and they're going to force him to be uncomfortable. Um, Bill Belichick will be for sure setting up their defense in the right position to where they can um, shut down this mediocre Jets offense. And uh, I'm I'm picking New Orleans at home. I'm, I I think they're going to take this victory. And uh, New Orleans, I'm, New England. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. New England, New England. I got you. Oh, I got you. At I home, got you. I got you. Um, it's, it's new. It's new. In division, and uh, yeah. So let's 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 go Patriots. All right, right on. <laughs> The well, clam chowder. Uh, we, we've got the Commanders uh, going into Houston to take on the Texans. Do we care? I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping the Commanders win. Uh, they're Commanders. sitting at five and five. It'd be nice to, to to see them climb a little bit in the NFC East just to just to make yeah. things interesting. I think Commanders but, take it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. They'll be drunk off the Heineken. All right, well, let's move on then to the Los Angeles Rams heading to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Again, this is another one of those games where it's kind of a who cares at this point, sadly. Uh, it pains me, especially as a Rams fan. I actually am I'm picking the Saints to win this one at home. I hate to say it, hate to do it, but that's what I got. Yeah, they had a major rivalry uh, three, four years ago. Um, so I, I think New Orleans gets a little bit of revenge here and shuts down the struggling mightily <laughs> L.A. Rams, even if they get Stafford back. Uh, they lost Cup. That they lost their heart and soul. So yeah, I'm going to New Orleans here. I can't do it, guys. Andy Dalton is trash. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm going Rams on this one, guys. I'm going to LA, going there and beat Mr. Red Giant. And uh, I, you know, I, that's all. That's all I have to say. All right. Well, that'd be interesting to see that happen. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna hold out much hope here. Uh, all right. The uh, Cleveland Browns are going to kind of head into Buffalo to take the Bills, as in they're not going to head to Buffalo at all. They have moved this game to Detroit because of the winter storm that is happening up in uh, Buffalo. Uh, they, the, the league doesn't want to risk all the travel and, and, and all of those kind of things that uh, uh, take place, uh, getting people to the game. So they, they've opted to move it to Detroit. So that kind of makes things a little interesting in the sense that uh, nobody's really got the home game going on. Um, and the uh, Cleveland Browns, of course, they have uh, that ground game going. Now, question, I don't know this. Is this the week that Deshaun uh, Watson uh, plays? I actually don't think so. I think he can't play until the following week. Um, so, again, the story with the Browns, if their defense holds up and their running game holds up, they have a shot. Still don't think that they're going to do it. Think that uh, Josh Allen and uh, uh, the uh, the Buffalo Bills are going to uh, uh, win, uh, despite the uh, w- however Josh Allen's elbow looks. Yeah, I, I don't think the Browns are going to win this one because uh, they really need to run the ball, and Buffalo should be able to stifle that. Um, I kind of think it's a little weird. I mean, I understand it's a big storm, 
Um, but like Cleveland, are they that far that they couldn't bus over or is it just more about the fans travel? Cause no, it seems yeah, it's to like me, a state of emergency situation. Okay. Yeah. There's uh, a, there's a lot of, uh, snow, uh, build up and everything. Yeah, so, and so, it was yeah. going to be like three to six feet or something crazy. Yeah, like, like that. four. I guess it's just too hard to put on a, a game, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they're protecting the Bills. They're protecting Allen. They don't want them going out there getting hurt. <laughs> uh, so they're trying to protect their product. But, yeah, I, I can understand that. Um, yeah, Bills all day. Uh, the Browns don't have enough firepower. It's a damn shitty question to keep asking ourselves. Is Watson going to play this week? Is Watson going to play this week? <laughs> right. Uh, so, so apparently he was in practice this week, but uh, apparently he doesn't get the nod. So it looks like uh, you know we're going to see Brissett go out there again and then hand the ball off twenty five times, and then um, you know w- we expect the Bills to take this w- this game. They should. You know the Browns are three and six. They do have a decent offense, a running offense, and they you know, have Amari Cooper, but um, you know, mediocre quarterback. And that's what happens with mediocre quarterbacks. They get beat against good teams. So. I'm going with the Buffalo. It's a good point, too. I mean, why would they be in any rush to get Deshaun Watson out there anyway, uh, sitting at three and six? I mean, there's just no rush and as, as far as I'm concerned. So I uh, don't know that we'll see him. Don't know if we'll see him this season yeah. at all. Uh, especially but, against uh, the Bills. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say, especially when it comes down to playing the Bills. Like, what's the point? All right, let's move on. The uh, Carolina Panthers are going to head to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Uh, come on. I got the Ravens. Does anybody have Ravens. the Carolina yeah. on this one? Probably no. not. No. All no. right. And then let's move to Detroit, who uh, the Lions rather who are heading to New York to take on the Giants I mean does anybody have Detroit in this one I think we all believe that the uh, Giants are going to win this one as well Um, speak now or forever hold your peace uh, okay. All right. Heading on, <laughs> moving on to the Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> heading to Denver to take on the Broncos. This is actually kind of one of those classic AFC West games, even though the Raiders suck. They suck and suck, <laughs> suck. I'm going to pick the Broncos to win this one. Does anybody have the Raiders winning this one? I mean, Josh McDaniels is, is just like, like a, 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 I don't know, just like, he's like a make a wish kid, you know, like uh, who gave him this job? I, I His record's terrible. How does he his keep- Getting always too, been terrible yeah. always has been terrible like he, he must hire like private eyes to go get uh, uh you know <laughs> get get some blackmail uh, uh elements uh to to get jobs he's he's just awful anyways uh does anybody have the raiders uh, pulling this one out a uh, mile high no, nope, it's no. going to be some more so, car crocodile tears. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, maybe yeah, maybe a car will uh, cry again after that. That's what the, that would be the only reason to tune into this game is to see if car cries cries afterwards. All right, let's move on to the Dallas Cowboys. This actually is going to be a good game in Minnesota. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys heading up to take on the uh, the purple uh, people eater, the uh, the the Minnesota Vikings. Um, this this is going to be good, I think. Um, indoors, it's it's uh, going to be a fast game um i I'm, I'm going with the vikings to win this one but i would not be surprised if dallas pulls this one out but i i don't think so i'm i'm, I'm going with the vikings what, what what say you i am gonna go with the cowboys i think the vikings have been pulling the rabbit out of the hat these last couple weeks and this time they finally drop it um they the cowboys if they can scheme and just take out jefferson then they should be able to handle this this is a good game, guys. Uh, this is the NFC showdown for sure for this week. I think everyone's going to be anticipating this one. Um, it's in Minnesota, so that's pretty much the only reason why I'm going with the Falcons, uh, the the Vikings on this one. Um, I don't think the Cowboys are actually that impressive. Uh, I think they're kind of, 
you know, they're kind of predictable, especially, uh, you know, offensively. They have a pretty good defense, and Kirk Cousins does make bonehead mistakes. But regardless, I'm going to I'm gonna ride with the Vikings on this one. This is a good divisional play. Um, and so, yeah, this is going to obviously just a, a great showdown. Everyone's anticipating this one. I'm sticking with the Vikings. Yeah, I'm stoked that the Rams have the earlier slot, so we have a shot at maybe watching this game. God, I'm going to be pissed if they play like the Raiders Broncos instead. Oh my God! Anyway, so let's uh, oh let's move on to uh, the Cincinnati Bengals heading to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. I mean, come on! I'm taking the Bengals. Has anybody got the Steelers on this one? I nope. mean, it's possible. It's this possible, one's in Cincinnati this time, right? No, no, no. no this it's is in, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, this one's in Ooh. Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah, I think it'll be tough. Yeah, man. Pittsburgh true. plays well. Division, like if yeah, they play true. first That's game true. of the season, it went overtime. But I think since then, yeah, Cincinnati's gotten a little better. I mean, they got yeah, their wattage back. I would back. still would pick. Steelers yeah, have still, their wattage back, yeah, so maybe you true. get a little bump with that like they did last that's week. That's true. Ooh. I'm, I'm still – I mean, it, it, Cincinnati should win this game. It sh- yeah, it sh- they, it they should. I would just would not bet on this game, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I, I agree <laughs> with you there. I agree with you there. All right, well, let's uh, move on to uh, the evening game. Uh, we have the Kansas City Chiefs uh, heading to Los Angeles, SoFi Stadium, to take on the L.A. Chargers. This should be a good game. In theory, I would like to see if the Chargers were a little more healthy. Uh, but, of course, I have uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, winning this one. Uh, especially on the road. I, I always love how the Chiefs play on the road. Um, w- w- what are you guys' thoughts with this uh, with this matchup? Yeah, I think the Chargers are going to put up a good showing, but they just aren't going to have enough firepower over four quarters to, to keep up with the Chiefs. So I think the, they'll probably hang in it in the first half, and the Chiefs will pull away in the second half. Yeah, this is the AFC showdown. So you know, we have our NFC. This is going to be definitely the AFC. Obviously, this is, just, this is divisional play. These two teams play each other just right on. They they know how to play each other. Um, Schuster with the concussion protocol, you know, he's not practicing, so he might not even play. And then you have Scantling, who's actually facing an illness for the Chiefs. Um, so and then also uh, McCall Harbin, uh, he's he's out. So with that heel injury um, that's been bothering him. So uh, yeah, this is a close one, guys. Um, regardless, I will go with the Chiefs because I think they have a little more firepower. I think Kadarius Tony is looking actually is a great pickup for them. Um, I'm looking to Chiefs for them to pull this one out. All right, and then finally, let's look to Monday Night Football as the San Francisco 49ers are going to take on the Arizona Cardinals in Mexico City. Another uh, <laughs> NFL game abroad. Uh, this I have a I have a <laughs> shitty prediction here. Uh, <laughs> This is, I feel bad saying this, but I had this thought. Like, it was just a random thought. I was I was doing a chore, not even, nothing football related, and was like, oh, my God, Christian McCaffrey's going to blow out his knee in Mexico City. Because remember how <laughs> oh, shitty God. their turfs are supposed to be? Like, oh, they geez. canceled, they straight up canceled one of the games, like, last year or two years ago. Yeah, I actually that's think right. it was like this, no, it was like the Chargers and Chiefs, I think. They, they, yeah. they canceled that because the turf wasn't up to uh, standard. And I was like, oh, my God, Christian McCaffrey's going to blow out his leg. I hope that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wishing that, but uh, nonetheless, that I, I wanted to share that with everybody. Uh, 49ers, of course, in this uh, NFC West matchup, divisional matchup, I imagine the 49ers are going to win this. Uh, Phoenix Cardinals suck. I think we all believe that, agree with that. Uh, so uh, what, what say you regarding the, this, this uh, game in Mexico City? Yeah, the, the 49ers, definitely a much better team. They can get after the, the uh, quarterback, you know, the pass rush. They can stuff the run. You know, the, the, their offense, it's, it's okay, but they do well enough with all those weapons that Garoppolo has now. 
So they're they're a team on the rise for sure. And uh, yeah, they'll handle this game for sure. Yeah, San Francisco, really their only weakness is actually red zone play. So they're only 54% um, scoring in the red zone, which is not that great in NFL. Um, so th- if they're going to beat them, although they can get in that red zone fairly easy, they can move the ball pretty well, and especially, you know, with Garoppolo just dinking and dunking as he does. Um, you know, he, he can, he can uh, move the ball down the field, but that red zone efficiency, that's where they're really weak, and that's if, if Cardinals have any kind of chance – it's right then. If if Cardinals can score touchdowns, and I'm I'm gonna pull a boomer, if or uh, uh, a, bo- a booger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, booger. If Cardinals can score touchdowns <laughs> and and Frisco can kick field goals, well then the Cardinals should win the game. But regardless, guys, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the 49ers. Hate to say it, but uh, I just think they're a better team. If this team gets more numbers higher than the other team on the scoreboard, they're gonna win. Thank you, Booger McFarland. Yeah, I, I, it's it's got to be the Niners on this one. And, and by the way, I just want to reiterate: I, I really hope that the, uh, the 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 turf team down there in Mexico City is doing a great job and, and uh, really really producing a nice field. That's not my wish that Christian Get McCaffrey them landscapers goes down, down there. But, going. but my goodness, I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be a talking point again, you know? And then and then uh, to 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 add to the contrary uh, uh, argument to the growing sentiment that uh, the game needs to get back on grass. Uh, um, you yeah, know, uh, this would be a, a counter argument. Uh, yeah, not only that, but them, them saying that they want to have a team down there too. Right, exactly. <laughs> that would well, be bad. Like, you got to have a field first. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Sideline the Agenda. That's going to do it for us here. And uh, you can go ahead and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcast entertainment. Give us a five star rating and tell your friends about this show. We got so much good stuff going on. You can also follow us on Twitter at Sideline Agenda. I'm Scott, that's Kevin, and that's Chris, and this has been Sideline the Agenda. Get off the sideline and into the game.